ladies and gentlemen. Triple M has rocked Sydney since way back when. And while some shows come and go, one show remains. Absolutely brilliant. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Here comes the ready and now. Listen to the crowd roar. The greatest sports legends. Would you put your hands together? The soundtrack to your Saturday mornings. And in 2022, a couple of the stars returned to the starting lineup. And here we go. The best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman, join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Oh, Saturday, 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 Saturday. Seatbelts on, welcome. So welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Well, it might be November, but this, I think, is the show of the year. What a game this morning in Leeds. Kangaroos, I don't know how they did it, but they squeaked by the Kiwis. An absolute classic. Uh, we're set to speak to Isaiah Yo shortly. Hopefully that happens. But uh, either way, what a game, which we'll speak about uh, in moments. Mark Bosnich talking Socceroos. Uh, Dave Warner in studio for the hour. And Candice's quiz. That's all coming up. <laughs> Candice, good morning to you. Good morning. How are we all today? Oh, very well. I'm so interested to sit in here with the 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 golden couple here and see how they behave. I think it'll be could be very interesting. It is. Dave's just out the out the back there, out the on the couch now. How do you find the dynamic? Like, is, well, there, is there a dominant partner from what you've seen no, so far? No, I, I I smell fear. From, from which who? side? From Dave. Yeah, I, so do I. I smell fear. And I, I've already copped a glare from Candace once, and I suspect that's a glare that Dave has copped more than once. <laughs> <laughs> All right. one triple three five three. You can call us any time, but we're talking rugby league after this. Australia through to the World Cup final, but only just. Triple M, Dead Said Legends. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Said Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Triple M, I don't want to make you feel old, you know what next year is, Rich? 40-year anniversary of the America's Cup. That documentary that is on Netflix at the moment, uh, Untold, I think it's called. Uh, is one of the greatest documentaries. Fantastic. In, in terms of capturing a sporting moment and Australia in the 80s. Yeah. It got had the lot. It had the lot. That, do you think that, that America's Cup win would have to be up there with one of Australia's greatest sporting moments? Oh, it's, it's up in the top five for sure. It's that and Kathy Fruman. Honestly, it's that and Kathy Froome. And Maccabi Diva. Oh. <laughs> um, uh, let's talk rugby league because we've got uh, Isaiah uh, waiting. But before we get to uh, the winning lock forward for the Kangaroos, did you see the game this morning? If, if you've got KO mate, and you didn't see get up this morning, watch a full replay. Don't watch the mini. Watch a full replay. That first half was blistering. Yeah. Um, the Kiwis were fantastic, and I don't know how the Kangaroos held on, but they did, and then they ran over them in the second half. I think the Kiwis were lucky to have the scary match last match because they came out a completely different team in the first half. They, the intensity was high. The line speed was high. They, they, were, they were a truly world-class team, and I think it took Australia by surprise a little bit too. I think they, they thought, oh, we, this is serious. We better up our ante a bit, and, and I think they did. Joey Manu was strong again, especially in that first half. We know the game before against Fiji, he was outstanding. But I think he worried the Kangaroos oh. in that first half, for sure. I was thinking, gee, thank goodness for James Tedesco, the art dealer doesn't want Manu at fullback at the Roosters because that could be a problem. But um, uh, this man was terrific as usual. 
16-14 was the final score. It was 14-10 New Zealand at half time. Uh, then New Zealand had a try disallowed in the 55th minute. Yeah. I think we all agree that was the key moment. That, if that if one of the guys who I can't even remember which player it was, but was he would have only have been his second. His, his Nicole Clockstad was it on the wing. It, it would only have been a foot behind the kicker, and if it had been, you know, if he'd have been a foot and a half further back, mm. I think the game's over. For Twenty Australia. to ten, hard yakker. But they won 16-14. Cam Murray scored a very soft try and um, very clever. And the Kiwis were just asleep at the switch for a moment. And then it was uh, helter-skelter, but they hung on the Kangaroos. Isaiah, yo, congratulations. That was some game. Yeah, thank you for having me. It was, um, yeah, it was everything you'd, you'd expect a test match to be. It was, um, you're, you're right, they, they started so strong at the start. I went in the field position uh, battle, I, I thought, really well. And um, yeah, it obviously took us to that second half, about midway through that second half, to sort of start tiring out their middles. So... It was, um, yeah, it was everything I expected and more. It was, uh, it was a hell of a game. How do you prepare for such a, a brutal match? We know that the New Zealand pack is just formidable, but when you in the lead-up, when you win games so easily and convincingly, how do you prepare for a match quite like the one you played in today? Yeah, that, that game's obviously a lot different to the, the first three or four we've had. So it's, um, you, we understand that, but I guess you've got to make sure that you're, you're playing how you want to play in those big matches in the lead-ups and just making sure you're training really well and preparing really well. So um, obviously you're amongst the best players at the moment, so everyone prepares really well and trains hard. The intensity is high. Everyone's vying for spots in the team. So um, I feel like that really sort of that, that sets you up for a game like that. But um, then again, it's obviously different when you get out there. So uh, I feel like we've prepared really well for all the games and, and we've, we've tried to um, play a brand of football that we, we feel like really suits our team. And um, you just got to lay, uh, rely on that. Remembrance Day, they had the, they played the last post. Uh, it's very special to Australians and New, New Zealanders. Zealand, yeah, the, the Harker was was frightening. Um, you know, the whole lead up to that match before the first whistle. Does that d- does it make you feel any differently about the game, or do you have to kind of ignore all of that and stick to what what the plan is? Uh, I feel like you no. I feel like you got to enjoy that. It's, I remember being a kid watching the Harker and. Um, Any time the All Blacks play for Union or the, obviously the um, New Zealand play uh, league, it's, it's something I really enjoy and I tune into every time. So I wanted to really soak that in. Um, it was obviously the first time I've been on the other end of that uh, playing for Australia. So um, I thought that was unreal. And obviously the Remembrance Day as well. So it was just, it's just sort of um, encapsulating everything from the whole day, I thought. It was, and I feel like the, the game that we played um, really showcased how, um, how proud both countries are and, and how hard they work for one another. So it's... Um, yeah, no, no, something. I'm not, I might be different to the other boys, but no, I really wanted to soak it in. Just obviously enjoy the moment. Richard uh, brought up something, Isaiah, about the Kiwis having a scare last week. Well, the Kangaroos hadn't had a scare. You'd done it so easily, and I don't mean to be disrespectful to all your opposition, but you, haven't, you hadn't had a contest. So was it difficult to adapt to this, a serious contest? You've been over there for over a month, I think, and yet all of a sudden it was like a shock to the system, it seemed. Yeah, it's definitely different. Obviously, the speed goes up. So I actually thought after the game last week that would have helped um, New Zealand mm. a little bit just in terms of their tank and um, getting used to that sort of that grinding football, whereas we hadn't really had that. So I'd like to think that sort of that holds us in good stead for next week uh, going to the final. We've, we've had a game like that where it was so physical, so fast. There's a lot of set-for-set football. Um, but yeah, I feel like it, it probably definitely benefited um, New Zealand and um, yeah, it probably took us a little bit to get to get going and to find a bit of rhythm in the game there, but I don't think it helps us for next week. England and Samoa play tomorrow. Who do you expect to be playing in the final? Um, well, the way England have performed and, and how they beat Samoa, um, 
in the first round. He, they're probably going into the favourites, but I've obviously got a lot of Penrith boys here that I'll be I'll be cheering yeah. on for tomorrow. So um, yeah, look, both sides have done phenomenally well. Obviously, England have probably been the benchmark for the tournament so far, and, and the way Samara have built since that first game. I don't think anyone probably gave him a chance against Tonga, but they were outstanding. So, uh, look, it's just making up for a great game. Um, should be a cracker. Hopefully, they get stuck into one another and they're all pretty sore after. Speaking of Penrith, Blokes, nice to get one over James Fisher-Harris. God, he was fantastic for the Kiwis today. And he I saw and him all, get flattened. i tell you what, Liam Martin's not going to let him forget who was man of the match uh, tonight. But um, you must be buggered. We're, we're, we're in the middle of November. You played Origin all the way through to the grand final. You must be ready for a break, Isaiah. I'll be ready for a break after the next 80 minutes. So, um, <laughs> Fair it's, enough. It's, Beautiful. Good answer. Right, congratulations. Dream of. Congratulations. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if you realise how good that game looked on television today. It was a fabulous contest. Yeah, it was good good a- watch. Australia winning 16-14. Well done. We might Hopefully we'll speak Beautiful. to you next week after you win. That'll be the plan. That sounds good. Beautiful, Isaiah. Yeah, and I didn't mention, what about the first Kangaroos try? Munster puts up a kick from 40 out. Yeah. And Addo Carr off the blocks. They're just, that's just individual brilliance. There's two players who can produce a try like that. Perhaps, you know, that's that's maybe where Australia had the slight edge. Exactly. Individual yep. moments. Yep. Jack Whiten's pass yep. uh, off the ground. Yeah. What about Addo Carr? 12 tries for this whole World Cup. He's Outstanding. Be, be, unbelievable. Mm, I don't think he's going to be left out of origin next year. No. set and match. The cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Dead Set Legends on a Saturday morning. I think we've got three shows left after this. I think we go through to December 3. So yep. uh, there we Thank you, Owen. So, uh, yes, indeed. If you want to uh, get a free family <laughs> pass to the Sydney Kings versus Illawarra Hawks, which is tomorrow at the Kudos Bank Arena, uh, be our favourite caller today, 13353. The Kings. Um, they continue their title defence. Big game against the Hawks. The, the Sunday afternoon games at Kudos Bank are very popular. And t- here's one of the reasons. Tickets are just 20 from 22 bucks. Still too expensive for Richard, I think. <laughs> That's an un... <laughs> Thank you, Owen. <laughs> Only three shows left for you, Owen. Yeah. <laughs> and probably me too. <laughs> no retort to Candice? <laughs> no. All right, let's do this. If it happened overnight, you'll hear it in the Triple M Deadset Legends Sports Update. But Mark Bosnich coming up shortly. Dave Warner in the studio all second hour. Fascinating decision from the World Boxing Council, the WBC. They've overturned the Jeff Fennick-Azuma Nelson draw from 1990. Remember, this was the Don King promoted event in Vegas. Yes. Fennick was clearly robbed. Um, 100% he was. Well, well, it's been, I don't know why it's been overturned now. Well, they, you know, they probably you know watched it during COVID or something, rewatched the fight and thought, oh, no, Jeff wins. The, but that, you know, fine. I think, I think it's great that da- he's been mm. awarded but another But what does it mean now? Well, probably not much to anybody, but Jeff knows he won that fight and now the world knows that the world agrees. Changes his place in boxing history. I think but it Paul does. Kent writes a good piece today, like where it puts him, it's sort of in line with Sugar Ray Leonard and Tommy Hitman Hearns in terms of four division champions. Mm. So it's not insignificant in that regard. It's Pandora's box. I mean, if you start overturning boxing results, that is that is never ending. Yeah, i got a few results that should be reviewed. <laughs> I got, I'm making yeah. a list. Race one last <laughs> night, that thing should be shot. And you, and you had the hide to tip it to me. You had the tip it to me. <laughs> Can we move on? He did from say this? each way. Yeah, which oh, well, is how it? did you know? Because I didn't tip it to you. No, it, it was, was on, on our WhatsApp, WhatsApp group. It was on the WhatsApp group. Oh. Uh, oh. South Australia Sorry. beat New South Wales for the rights to host AFL's first Magic Round. 
Yeah, this is um, this is going to be really good. It's going to be a four-day footy uh, festival, and I think it's going to be. There were talks about it was going to be in Sydney, which I personally don't it, think it, it wouldn't have worked. Would have worked, no. and and what they're looking to do is each year move the concept around the country. So yeah. it coincides with the school holidays. So I think the AFL have done this what really about, well. But New South Wales had had a crack at it, didn't they? And the yeah. Premier, did you see his what comment? A, what a cheap heat merchant, oh. Peter Malinowskis, the South Australian guy. This is a guy who plays to a small town. Mark McGowan does this in Perth. You know, everything's yeah. oh the east. You know, yeah, the yeah. east, this, the east, that. Little brother. So he, he says. I didn't want sloppy seconds, particularly after Sydney. Uh, turn on the NRL most weekends, and it looks like a sandful game. Yes. I mean, he just kept taking pot shots oh, at I Sydney. Know. And then and, the Premier and did it with said, a real smirk. And you see Gil McLaughlin in the, in the background laughing. He didn't mean yeah. to, and he didn't know he was on camera, but he was laughing. And then our Premier came out and said, well, it's good that South, Af- uh, South Australia got something. <laughs> you know, they've been trying for a while. Is basically what he said. I'm, not, I'm, not, I'm paraphrasing or even expanding what he said, but saying, you know, good for them to get something. Hey, Candace, are you disappointed it's not India-Pakistan tomorrow at the World Very Cup? Very disappointed. We all, I think we're all a bit good for England. They no, deserved it, but I'm not disappointed. Why? Why? Because I have a large contingent of Indian staff who, if there happens to be a World Cup final on, I may not see for days. <laughs> But after that first round game uh, that was a complete sellout at the MCG, it was so fantastic to see those two fan bases come together, the players come together, and it was a real spectacle. So I would have loved to have seen it. It would have been the biggest match in cricket history. If if that happens tomorrow, I think it's the biggest game ever. Um, By the way. If it doesn't get rained out. What about that? So they've got a reserve day on Monday. The stupid rule is it had to be played by three o'clock or something on the Monday. So they're now pushing that to so open Monday night. So then, if it gets rained out, how does it work? Do they does it go on the net run rate from the game oh, previously or throughout the whole World Cup? Sort of. Does Dave know? No, he doesn't know either. Okay, no, who knows? God, it would be ironic if our, our tournament has been beset by rain. Mm. If rain did us in. By the way, did you see, hear the rumours? India Pakistan test match here in Australia. Simon O'Donnell was sprouting this last week. Uh, Dave shakes his head. Okay, that's not going to happen. Okay, well, that's the end of that. We'll move on. Triple M dead set legends. Mark Bosnich is going to talk Socceroos. Their squad was named. Uh, we'll see if Bos thinks it's a good one. That's next. Get your helmet on. This is Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Dave Warner is going to join us for the whole second hour. You're getting a bit nervous, aren't you there, Candice? I am a little bit because I'm worried about the questions you might ask him. Maybe I'll... about me. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. going to make it about her. I've got questions about Sandpaper Gate. I've got questions about the captaincy, all these controversial questions, and you're worried about the questions for you. You never <laughs> fail to disappoint, Candace. Husbands and wives. Speaking of husbands and wives, this man is a husband. This man, he got hitched uh, the other day to the beautiful Sarah. Congratulations, Bozza. Good morning. Congrats, Bozza. Good, good morning. Good morning. Oh, thank you so much for that uh, wonderful introduction and thank you so much for the congratulations. You know World Cup starts in, uh, Boz knows this, but yeah. in nine days. Yeah. Nine days. Um, 23rd of November. And the, is that our first game? Yeah. Who's our first game against? France. France. Oh, okay. Yeah, we got a tough run. France, Denmark, Tunisia. Graham Arnold named his team, Boz. Bit yes. of controversy. He, he's, he, Dump Trent Sainsbury, the, the keeper Mitch Langerak is gone. He would have been the backup, we assumed. Um, he's put his neck on the line a bit, Arnie. 
Well, well, he has. Uh, there's no doubt about that. The shock about uh, Mitch Langerak um, w- was quite astounding for for a lot of us because he you know, he just finished a really good season in Japan. He played a whole full season, and Graham did say that it was going to be very important for any players who were selected in the squad, uh, you know, to be playing regularly, and he was. So the fact that he's not in the squad was a shock. Um, but the Trent Sainsbury one is is also a shock as well because for those who don't know, that, that's Graham's son-in-law. So to be fair to him, you know, he did make a hard call in there. The rest of the squad, in all fairness, pretty much picks itself. Not a lot of the players are, are playing, unfortunately, regular football. And uh, like I said, I think the biggest one um, was the Mitch Langerak one. And that's in view of the fact that Matty Ryan, who's at FC Copenhagen in Denmark, mm. hasn't played um, for, for nearly, well, close to two months now. They've got one more game in their local competition, the Danish competition, this weekend. It'll be interesting to see whether or not he plays because the only time that they've got to do anything because it's such a short... Normally, there's at least a two or three week leading to a World Cup. But this time, like you said, it's only going to be literally a week is to have an in-house game. So... Very interesting to see what 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 occurs. Bozza, there's a few players coming off injury and really important players. So Harry Sutter and, and Kai Rolls, do you expect them to start? Well, in Harry's case, he's another one. Serious injury, like you said. But the, 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 the flip side to that coin is, I think Australia's World Cup qualification went a bit off the rails when he got that injury. That shows how important he is. Now, he's with uh, Stoke City in the Championship, which is the second tier below the Premier League in the UK. He's another one uh, who everyone will be looking at very, very closely this weekend to see whether or not he starts. He's come on the as a substitute, but he hasn't started. Kai Rolls, another one, he hasn't had the serious injury and hasn't had, you could say, regular football, but he's had much more football um, than uh, Harry Suter. So I, I really do think a lot of it's going to come down to when Graham and his staff, when they, well, they're already in Qatar, but when they have the boys on that training park, they're going to have that in-house game 30-30-30, that means 30 minutes, 30 minutes, 30 minutes, to, and they're going to have a real close look and to weigh up then, um, you know, really what the options are for that first game against France. And let's not kid ourselves as well. We're playing against a team in France who, uh, number one, are reigning champions, and number two, could probably put out two teams France A and France B and still get to the semi-finals yeah. or final. And they can beat anybody in the world quite quite convincingly. So it is a huge match, that first game. And it's very, very important that we don't get beaten heavily if you take it for granted that we are going to get beaten. Yes, I mean, given the wind-up, we've got to go. Thank you, boys. Take care, guys. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Kinane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner. Rusty's Motorsport Update for Bendix. Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. Ah, yes, indeed. We chat to this man on all things motorsport for Bendix Brakes. Rusty, before I, uh, we talk, and, and good morning to you. Good morning. Do you have access to F1 tickets for Las Vegas next year? I'm, I'm, asking, for, <laughs> I'm asking for a friend. Do you know... They say hotel accommodation is kind of already blocked, booked by lots of people. Uh, and, it, mate, we do this. If we do this kind of triple M extravaganza yes. and then Richard turns up on time, he can come too. We'll, we'll, we'll need an RV. Don't worry about it, Richard. Don't worry about Richard. Richard won't no, no, be there. There's still hotel accommodation, Rusty. Let me assure you, it's bloody expensive. expensive but it's, exactly. So we need tickets for the event. But anyway, look, look. Just I'm just p- putting that burly out there a year in advance. Uh, Speaking of F1, it's a surprise pole sitter uh, in Brazil, which uh, no one saw coming. Uh, Crazy conditions. And Kevin Magnussen uh, for the Haas team has done it. So gets his first pole. Awesome for that team. Gunter Steiner is one of those guys from Drive to Survive who's kind of really outspoken. So you can imagine the kind of of antics around this. So in a year where we've had a bit bit of dominance from... 
uh, Red Bull and hoping that Mercedes would sort of fight back and Ferrari having their ups and downs. This is actually kind of quite a uh, quite a cool story this morning. Rusty, while we're on F1, Dan Ricciardo isn't ruling out sampling other forms of motorsport next year if the dates work. Now, does that include supercars? Candice, you know, this is a topic that's been covered by uh, a colleague, Matt Koch, this week, and he kind of put it to Dan in a line of questioning about, you know, would he go and do, I don't know, some endurance drives or something along those lines. And I think he threw supercars into that conversation and he, he didn't rule it out. Um, he's obviously driven cars like Rick Kelly's Nissan for sponsorship-related content before, so he's not completely new to it. Um, but, I mean, imagine him getting behind the wheel of one of those things if it fitted. I think his goal is still to kind of do reserve driving or something along those lines. But, hey, Gunter Steiner <laughs> said uh, we'd love to talk to Dan about a drive at some point. I don't think that's happened. Maybe that'll change yeah. after today with what, uh, with what Kevin Magnuson's achieved. I reckon more than one team, Rusty, if, if he was open to the idea, more than one team would say, let's have a conversation. I mean, the, 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 the exposure they'd get on race day, mm-hmm. I mean, listen, their whole economy is getting – so many spots on TV so their sponsors can get their advertising. I might even go. If, if Dan Ricardo was in supercars, I, I might even oh, that, head that to Bathurst. It, eh? yeah. Oh, well, shouldn't the supercars people be thrilled <laughs> that you're going to lower yourself to their level if Dan Ricardo goes, Candice? Are you going to leave the eastern suburbs <laughs> I'll to take go to my Bathurst, case. Yep. but only if Dan Ricardo uh, turns up? Yeah, but I'm saying that's the level of interest people There's no Lavazza box at, the, at right, Bathurst, I'm right. telling you. There's no Moet no and Shendon. There's no Social Lexus. media paid posts, nothing like that. Oh, you are a, <laughs> you are a grub. Listen, listen you heart, heart says I'd love to see it. Ed says I reckon it's a long shot. Yeah, anyway, that, you're very kind, Rusty. Very kind. Now they they speaking of Vegas, um, they stopped in Vegas on the way to Brazil to hype up that race next year. And and we're talking about it. You can't can hardly get a com if you can. It's expensive. This is still a year away, and people are already going nuts for it. I'm glad we've we've sort of uh, circled back here to how we be we began today's report or chat because to think that they would stop there on the way and do a whole heap of pre-event hype 12 months out from the event. They had broadcasters there and drivers, and it's going to be huge, Dan. And I think it just reminds us, A, how big F1 has become in the American market because of Drive to Survive. And if you ever sort of stopped and thought, well, you know, does it really deserve three rounds to go to Austin in Texas as well and places like that? Um, they can sustain it. The, the, the absolute demand is there. Indeed, and they, I, I see they got a big television contract, uh, uh, so it's working, a big American contract. Anyway, we'll talk to you next week, Rusty. Have a great one, guys. Take care. Bendix breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. They bring us Rusty. More Dead Set Legends after this. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dave Warner, all second hour here on Dead Set Legends. We've got some uh, plenty of questions to ask him. Uh, Candace here with Rich. You're going to ask any questions? I don't know. Do you ask your husband questions in an interview? That's an odd one. Not ones he can answer on TV or radio. <laughs> Is that your mind going into... <laughs> you're, you, know, you, you are a you're grub. A you're a grub. man at times. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sick man, but hopefully a winning man. Um, oh. We've got a tough day because it's Cranbourne and Newcastle are the yep. main meetings because there was Mooney Valley and Canterbury last well, night. Well, it's the Hunter Day up at uh, Newcastle, and Newcastle people do love their, mm. their racing. They turn up in droves. Fantastic track, too. Uh, the track is just one of the best in Australia, Newcastle. So be confident betting there. I, look, I was going to tip tip you one at the provincial meeting, which is at Kembla today. I thought it was a certainty. 
but I, but I had to scratch it <laughs> this morning. So I've come up with something else. I think, uh, I think I'm going to go in uh, race three at Newcastle, mm. a Chris Waller trained runner called Thalassophile, a uh, four-year-old mare. She won first up, uh, first start in a race. She's first up today. Uh, I've, I've just noticed her at the track and thought, yeah, it's looking well. So, uh, race three, number four, Thalassophile. All right. $6.50 on the sports bet app that I notice. By the way, if you're stupid, stupid enough to bet on whether um, I'd get my bag back from Allegiant Airlines by the 25th of November, uh, if you've bet on won't get it back, your money's looking good because it ain't mo- <laughs> it has not moved from Memphis. We've now crossed a month. What you, You've got a tracker on this, haven't you? I've got a tracker. And you can see it sitting in Memphis. Has not moved. Has not Extraordinary. Moved. How come they not... don't know it's there? I think they do and don't care. Are you going to at or one stage they... give up on the bag or you're just going, you want this bag? No. If I, had, if I didn't have the air tag, I would have absolutely given up and gone, that's, you know what? If it ever comes back, it comes back. But because I can see where it is, yeah. and I hate this company. Yeah. I hate this company with yeah. a passion. And the bad guy <laughs> has had a bet on it not being returned. So <laughs> it, it's got no hope of coming. If back. it gets back on the 26th, I don't care. I just want the bloody thing back. Anyway, Dave Warner, all second hour. That's coming up next. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Ladies and gentlemen, the best broadcaster in the business, Dan Ganane, and racing royalty, Richard Friedman. Join Iron Woman, Candace Warner. Welcome back. The Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, yes, indeed. As we've been talking about, Dave Warner here in studio, and that'll come up uh, after the song. Candace's quiz, Richard, with his list of grievances. I saw during the week, Candace, Liverpool is up for sale. Mm. But the whole city, or yeah. just the football team? Oh, probably the team is worth more than the city, even though it's a beautiful part of the world. Four point five billion American was its last valuation. Where do you think that puts Liverpool FC on the list of sporting? teams, franchise values. It would have to be up there in the top three. I don't reckon it makes a top ten. You're right, Rich. It's somewhere between 13 and 22. Yeah. Dallas Cowboys, 8 billion. So they're number one, Dallas Cowboys. Dallas Cowboys. No I, way. I'm stunned by that I would that have thought too. the Yankees, everyone has like a New York Yankees hat. Yeah, the New England Patriots, the LA Rams and the Yankees are the top, top, top seeds. LA Rams? LA, I know. I don't know why. They've got a $5 billion stadium. I guess that's part of the valuation. Why would you buy a football team when you can buy a racehorse? <laughs> what about that? That always them, that? makes money. Real Madrid, the first non-American franchise, they, they are at $5.1 billion. So there you go. Liverpool, it, I'm surprised by that too. I yeah. thought they would have well, been more valuable. Why don't you valuable. buy it? I think they're good value. Triple M, dead set legends. Dave Warner next. If it happens on the field, in the change rooms, or the car park, Hear about it here. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. We've got a special guest here. Yes. Can we at least pretend to be professional? Well, well I, I have been pretending for 30 years to be professional. So, you know, there'll uh, be no, no change for me. Well, Candace, you're good to your word. You said at the start, I'll bring Dave in one day. I said, and we, we could then. We've all thought, okay, well, you're just saying that as a bit of burly at the trying to impress us, you know, at the start of proceedings. Like Peter Land. But you're good to hear. <laughs> beautiful head. We've got three shows left, Rich. We've got I three shows. Sh- you know, you're not going to get him. Well, he won't want to talk this week because there's drama, you know. It'll have to be a quiet Should I text week. him? 
I well, please don't feel free. Don't embarrass me. I'll tell you this, Dave Warner. If you can get him on in the next three weeks, you can have Richard's seat. All right, there you, you can. Go. Be, I mean, you want you'll be doing the show for Mindy for eight months a year. I don't know year. if I want to work with my husband every Saturday morning. Good morning, Dave. Yeah, good morning to you too. Um, oh, you're a listener of this show, aren't you? Occasionally, when well, when you they have to, yeah, be, yeah. I got that listener app working, so it was great. I yeah. know you had problems yeah. with yeah, it. I, I know you had problems with it. Um, <laughs> how do you think you, you misses? How do you think Candice is going? I think she's handling herself very well amongst you two. That's correct answer. Great. Yeah, it's always the correct <laughs> That's answer. That's the correct answer. Just keep, yes, yes, yes. It must be hard listening when you know that they sort of gang up on me from time to time. Who? You. Yeah, Rich, you. I, I'll tell you what I'm waiting I for. I thought she looked at you, Dave. I'm waiting for the quiz. Oh, yes. yes, of course you are. <laughs> quiz is the greatest quiz ever, isn't it? Are we doing the quiz in this hour? I hope not. We, oh, we're doing the quiz in this oh. hour. Now, come on, Dave. Look, I know you've got to be loyal as a husband. You've got to admit that thing's a dog's breakfast. Yeah, I'm just I'm just waiting for the questions. Um, I don't get asked them at home. Um, <laughs> don't I don't get any hints or anything. Don't go and then she changed her mind. So Just say it's great. Yeah, no, it's, it's great. Now, yeah. the last time, you won't remember this, Dave, I saw you was at the new stadium for the final, very quickly, you remember, Candice, yep. uh, just before South and the Roosters, that feral game, that fantastic. The one that South won. I was going to say, well, you've almost answered the question. Or the ref won for you guys. Oh, come <laughs> yeah, on. Yeah, I'm Am whatever whatever he a, says. Am I allowed to go, go with the refs? <laughs> you can do it. Yeah, you can. <laughs> you can. Five, and, you can do it. You like. Now, isn't it true years ago? Uh, you used to watch the game. If it was South and the Roosters, you had to watch the game in separate rooms. I couldn't handle the. It was so intense. Candice would just yeah look at me no. and if I ever said anything or if I got up and cheered, it was like no. No, Dave go. is a typical Rooster supporter. I sit there. Arrogant. Quiet. We yeah. go to the games, yeah, yeah. <laughs> travel, we travel away and go to the games. Yeah. Dave's, again, like a lot of Rooster supporters, pretends they're members, but they aren't really paying members. <laughs> yes, that's David. So hang on, where were you on that that afternoon? Uh, you're in the same spot, obviously. You were going, you went to the game together. How did that afternoon go? I know it wasn't a happy day for the Roosters, Dave, but how was, how was Candice's behaviour? Candice was actually very professional. Uh, but our middle child was down at half time trying to get Sam Walker back out in the field. We couldn't find her. So down in that, you know, that little chairman's box that's downstairs, um, it's right next to the change room. She was standing next to the okay. door trying to get them back out there and perform better. <laughs> <laughs> and that's no exaggeration. We yeah. could not find her. Where, where did that come from? Uh, mother. Mm. <laughs> so hang on, we've got three kids. <laughs> One lose a dead set ringer for you, Candace. Yeah, that's the crazy one that goes for the roosters. One's dead set you, Dave, and one's got a bit of both. Yeah. Is that a fair assessment? Yes. Okay, so what's the split? You got one rooster and two rabbitos. Well, the youngest one doesn't really know it much at the moment. Okay. She actually starts is starting to go for the sharks. Oh. And she walks around the house singing up up Cronulla. <laughs> right. So it's it's a bit odd. You reckon we can get her the swans? Probably not. No? No. No chance. Not. No chance. Yeah. Oh, nice of you to show up in this uh, conversation, well, Richard. Well, I'm just enjoying the show here, you know. The, 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 they're going to go at it. I'm just going to stoke the fire. That's First thing all. Dave was talking about was your tips of late. I know. He's, he's made a fortune on them. <laughs> <laughs> he would be the only person to why are you, why are you laughing? <laughs> We've got to take a song. We've got to, can we ask some serious questions at some point? Yes, That's not the nice. whole point of this, but we'll get, we've got to have some serious questions. If we're going to pretend to have any credibility, we'll do that next. Uh, Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dave Warner here for the hour. 
Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman and Candice Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends on a uh, very uh, different Saturday morning for us here because we have got a special guest in studio. Very special. Very special guest. Richard Friedman, Candice no, Warner. Not, not me. And Dave Warner That's is our him. special guest. <laughs> You got through that first one. Yeah, okay, that wasn't Candace. too bad. You a bit nervous about this, Candice? A little bit. We were going to ask some really personal questions, and then, you know, you just sort of, I don't know. You know, I just got the, the that glare from you, don't ask anything <laughs> tricky, <laughs> and that was it. What personal questions uh, were you going to I don't know. Ask? I was cooking a few up in the car on the way here. Let's get on to the cricket. <laughs> uh, what happened with the World Cup? The team looks so flat. Oh, obviously, it started with that first game. Um I won't say the boys were flat at all. The boys were up and about. It's just, you know, New Zealand came out and took on our bowlers in the power play. And then from there, it's uh, it's hard to claw it back. Um, put 200 on the board at the SCG. It's quite challenging if you lose wickets in the power play. And that's what happened. And unfortunately, I think the, the game that cost us would have been that game against England, which um, obviously mm. got washed out. So yeah. that would have been a great, a great clash, obviously playing against them leading up um, into the, the World Cup. But uh, yeah, it was, it was disappointing we didn't get to, you know, play in the semifinal. But at the end of the day, you know, run rate is uh, crucial in this little uh, tournament that we play. So, yeah. You had your chances. I mean, Ireland, you have them five for 25. Afghanistan, they ended up almost making a contest of it. It did feel like it just – it. some tournaments, it doesn't happen. It just didn't happen this time. Last year, everything went right. This time, it didn't happen. Yeah, I think the game against Ireland, um, you know, one of the guys had nothing to lose and he came out and started – Plonking him over the, uh, the the infield. We brought fielders in. We tried to attack, tried to take those wickets. But mm. um, yeah, he had, a, he had a day out. And obviously against Afghanistan, I think you saw the other day, if you bat second there, it's very hard to lose. So you can chase down anything um, as England did. So mm. yeah, that was a crucial toss. People have come out this week saying that it doesn't mean enough to the Australian team, this T20 World Cup. Is that a true... Um, do you think those comments were a true representation of the team and how you guys felt? No, definitely not. And I think if Maxi had his turn again, he probably wouldn't have chosen those words. Um, for us, the World Cup's the pinnacle of white ball cricket. We've obviously got a one-day World Cup coming up in India next year. So, look, the boys um, obviously played out of their skin last year in Dubai. Um, this year, a lot of travel was back. We had a few um, few injuries here and there. But the boys were prepared. They were ready and um, just didn't get across the line. The T20 World Cup is... A World Cup that the minnows can have a crack in, can't they? Because it's a, that that capricious nature of the game where it can turn in a minute, you know, a couple of wickets lost and a, and a lesser team can beat a better team on paper. So I, it gives them a chance, doesn't it? I think they're improving a lot because they're playing a lot of franchise cricket as well. Yeah. So when um, a lot of the other nations are playing test cricket and, and um, one-day cricket, they're actually out there playing 2020 cricket and they yeah. play a lot more of it. So they're actually getting used to how they can play as teams. Um, and then they bring that together when they're playing for their um, for the national side, and they can use it to their advantage. And the other thing as well is we don't play against these teams often, so we actually don't know or can't get a read on their bowlers. Mm. So when they're trying to execute something, you can't line them up. It might it might sound silly to you know the average punter out there listening, but for us, when you know bowlers and you can identify what they're going to do, it's easier. Right. Um, but then when you come against t- uh, people that you don't really play against or too often, it's very difficult. You've got to watch it all the way down, haven't you? It, well, yeah. You yeah. can't premeditate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, who was the most improved minnow team, in your opinion? Um, look, for, for me, I think the Netherlands have got a couple of players that played for South Africa. Right. Um, and they know the South Africans very well. And so their knowledge of their team 
um, up against them, knowing, you know, matchups and stuff like that, it actually worked very well for them. Mm. Um, and, you know, it's obviously disappointing from South Africa's point of view that they didn't make it through. But for the rest of us, I think we're just, we're, we're actually laughing at it. Because um, yeah, they lost against Netherlands, and <laughs> it's a massive thing for the Netherlands to beat them. Yeah, sure, and that can happen in a World Cup. It's actually a great format. It's actually yeah. great because it feels like every match matters, and mm. everyone's got a chance. Um, we're going to take a song, Dave, uh, but we've got to ask questions about captaincy and what's going on there, and this review that goes on forever. More with Dave Warner in for the hour after this. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner, the Triple M Dead Set Legends. Triple M Dead Set Legends, very special guest, uh, Dave Warner here uh, in the studio. You're currently banned to be part of the captaincy, right? And and we saw it come up during the tournament. Aaron Finch goes down. We're thinking, is this going to be the time Dave gets, he's forgiven? Not so. The review keeps going. Why is it taking so long? And do you think I don't want to put you get you in trouble here because you work for Cricket Australia? Nothing will get me in trouble. But do you think they're comfortable with this process taking as long as possible? I think um, you know I got to you know I'll just use the same old cliche. It is what it is. Um, but for me, it's about um, you know respecting what they're trying to do. Um, I still don't know what they're trying to do. What's the they, review? They well, the, the, I think the review at the end of the day is. Um, the legalities around how it was written, um, the, with the sanction and the, the law that's on paper basically means I can't appeal. So they've got to rewrite that, um, and go through all the lawyers again and write through the policies and, but it's their own rule. That. Well, it is their own rule. And you know, mm. for me, I've got to accept that. I've got to go through this whole sort of, uh, process and, um, yeah, I'm just waiting to hear back. So how much yeah. are you in contact with Cricket Australia? Um, I'm in contact with Nick Hockley, um, you know, frequently, but it wasn't necessarily just about, um, about this, but, you know, he got back to me the other day and said that, um, the papers have been put in. So now it's about, you know, waiting probably another week, I reckon, then I might get that chance to sit down in front of the integrity, the new integrity unit. So it's separate from the board who made the decision last time. Um, so that's where it's a bit of a, yeah, for, for how me, it's a bit different. How important is it to you? That, that you are, even if you never become captain, that you're somehow cleared or you go past this, this, this process? I think it's about my knowledge of the game, passing it down to the younger kids. So when I'm playing in the big bash, if I get the opportunity to captain, I can show, show myself with my skills and my knowledge out in the field. That could actually help someone like a Jason Sanger, who was his captain um, of the Thunder team and, and other guys that are around there, they can see my knowledge as well. Um, I did captain obviously a, a while back, but mm. these guys get to be on the park with myself. Um, I can help them in their ways, but at the end of the day, you don't want to step on anyone's toes. So you don't want to make the decision for them. So if they're willing to learn and I've got that opportunity to actually captain again, I think it would be great for them. The clock's ticking though, isn't it? I mean, you, your career is ticking along. You're in your probably second half of your career now. They could actually wait it out, couldn't they? They could, but I'm going to keep playing past 40. Um, you know, they're going to have to, excuse me, they're going to have to wheel me out of there. <laughs> I've just, I've just got, I've got plenty of D, what is it, WD 40 for my, for my knees and ankles, yeah. but how old are you now? 36. 36. Uh, past 40, that's another four years. That's a is long this time. Is a conversation in. that we should be having at home <laughs> rather Possibly, than. I don't think, having it now. I don't think I can play test cricket that long. Um, it's too long to spend out in the field. Um, but now nah, look, 2020 cricket, I love the game and yeah. you know, I'll be looking to get to 2024 with all those people who are saying that I'm past it and a lot of us old fellas are past it. But uh, look out. Be careful what you wish for. So what have we got? We've got a one-day World Cup next year. 
you'd, you'll make that, I would imagine. Yeah, even, people are starting to call for your head, not necessarily you specifically, but it's time for a change. Finch has got to go, some of the older guard, but you'll probably make that squad. 2024, you've got an Ashes, you've got a T20 World Cup. Isn't that in America? Western is in America. So that that is your goal, to get to those those points, and then you, that'll see you out. Yeah, look, if, if I'm not being um, – <laughs> I think – Test cricket will probably be the first one to fall off because it's going to be that's how it's going to pan out because the 2020s um, World Cups in 2024, yeah. World Cup next year, so potentially it could be my last 12 months in Test cricket. Um, obviously, there's a conversation with, or that's the wife to answer. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but look, I love I love the white ball game. It's it's amazing. Um, you know, if I can get to that that far, then it will be great. But if not, I'll be playing franchise cricket around the world. All right, I, I've got a hundred more questions, Dave. We'll have to get you in another time, but we've got to do Candace's quiz. You want to be part of it? You want to? You want to? You want to play along? No yeah. one wants to be. I part know of Richard's it. a good uh, guesser at these things. Yeah, you? No, you're the man. You're, you're the right. man today. One triple three five three. So he does sarcasm too, Richard. One yeah. triple three five three. Triple M dead said legend. Making a racket. Little tennis joke there. You are the worst umpire that I've ever seen in my life. Triple M's dead said legends with Dan Ganane. Richard Friedman and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. Uh, we take a a pause from our in-depth chat with the great Dave Warner for this. Ladies and gentlemen, they say knowledge is power. Well, plug me in and power me up. It's time on Triple M's Dead Set Legends for Candace's Quiz. All thanks to the great service, great brands, great value now available in store and online at Bing Lee. Better living every day. I thought we beat the contestant last week. We mustn't have. No. Okay, so it's I all but did. $100 Bingley voucher up for grabs. Like that intro. I should use that as like my message alert tone. This should this intro should not be You know be that's here. taking the piss. Yeah, but it's not really. It's <laughs> I like it. All right. Okay. This is your show. All right, Harry, go. are you there? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having me. It's no, great to be here. Good morning, Harry. For the quiz. Thanks for calling up. So today you'll be going up against David Warner. Okay. So um, yeah, yeah. I'll give David the first question and let's see how we go. Dave, right. Western Sydney Wanderers play tonight. Last weekend they played the Central Coast Mariners. What was the final score? I watched this game, so I should know this. 3 uh, 0. Someone's told you the answer. No. <laughs> this is the worst thing. This is the worst yes. thing you could do. Harry, you've called it a bad week. Dave, now oh. comes out the second set of questions <laughs> that you cannot oh, get. Yeah, that's huh? Yeah, you needed to pretend like you were guessing. Exactly. Yeah. All right, Harry. You watch this. Who's playing in the Cricket World Cup uh, final tomorrow, and where is it being oh, played? You're kidding. Oh, I, I, have, I have been. I uh, have been following along on this one. I know it's. Uh, it's at the MCG. Is it? Uh, Pakistan versus England. Yes, oh, good job, yeah. Harry. Good job, Harry. Yeah. Make it easier. Yeah. Oh, sorry, David. What colour? Yeah, Harry. Your next question is: What colour are Australia's one-day uniform? <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Uh, all right, Dave. It's nine days till the FIFA World Cup starts. Which two teams played in the last World Cup final? Why am I getting soccer questions? That's because this <laughs> is this is sheep too. No. Uh, last World Cup. Yes. Uh, I'm just going to throw it out there: Brazil and. Portugal. Oh, Did you not listen to um, any of <laughs> no. what we've spoken about yeah, on the show was, today? Yeah, Bosnia, no. yeah, France, France defending champions. Yeah. France was one of them. Okay, I'm glad you've been. Listening. Who was the other two? 
Croatia. Okay. Okay. All right, Harry. That's why Croatia beat England in the semi. The 2023 NRL fixtures were released this week. What's the opening match of the season? That's a good question. It's a tough one. I know the Eels are in the mix. It's uh, the Parramatta Eels, maybe the Melbourne Storm? Yes. Oh, come do you on, like Harry, NRL, Harry, do you? Harry. Yeah, dude, oh, he's oh, good. Oh. I can see. Yeah, he's getting help here. Yeah. So, of course he is. How? I would have said South and Roosters. Don't doubt your my, my trivia skills. I'm, you know, I'm across it. What yeah. about your chairman, Nick Politis, complaining, Dave? Oh, it's not a draw. It's a TV schedule. Yes, that's how people get paid. It's a, <laughs> of course, South are going to play the Roosters twice every year. That's, oh. that's why that's... That's wide rigged. Can we not derail my quiz? No, sorry. 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 Um, Dave, you need to get this question right. Yeah, you really need to. To stay in the quiz. All right, the Women's Rugby World Cup final is today. Who won the cup in 2017? <laughs> oh, <Jesus>. 17. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. See what we, we put up with, Dave? In All year we put up with this yes. shit. All year. Which Her- women's team? Won the World Cup? Yes, in rugby. Uh, Australia. No. <laughs> Do you know at? anything about any sport other than cricket? <laughs> no, I don't even Does know questions about cricket. Yeah. New Zealand was okay, so that means Harry, you don't even have to answer the first question. There we go. Right. He's trying to off. signal New Zealand to him. I was told to lose on purpose. Oh. <laughs> That's what I say every week. <laughs> well done. Thank you, Harry. $100 Thank gift you. voucher Thanks coming so your way. Uh, see, the life has been sucked out of David. The life <laughs> sucked out of Richard and myself every week. I'll tell you what, you want to be the contestant on the last show of the, of the, of the year because... There'll be no carryover, right? So you know you're going to win. Yeah, but the organizer. contestant always wins anyway. It's going to be 100 bucks anyway, Rich. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Uh, we're going to wrap it up after this. The list of grievances, it's a good one. Top five for the that year for Richard. so surprised. No, you've been perf- – the last few have been excellent. Triple M. I'm an angry man. Can I just give you a compliment? Do you uh, have to – I'm always be- worried about that. Triple M did said legends. Cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candace Warner. Triple M Dead Set Legends. What a thumping show this has been. Thank you, uh, thank you, Candace, for bringing this man along. He's been terrific. No, unlike other panelists here, Richard, when I say I'm going to do something, I follow through <laughs> yeah. with it. Where Richard. He's all talk and no action. Uh, now, hang on, hang on. Still You've got, got three weeks left. Three weeks left. If you, you can say this on the last show, probably won't be. Uh, have you enjoyed? You, have you enjoyed your time here, Dave? Yeah, I've loved it. Okay. I've loved it. Geez, you love playing on your phone, don't you? You're worse than the rest of us. I was just looking up golf putters. <laughs> <laughs> Getting a new one? No, like no, a... I had a fitting yesterday, so um, nah. That's my birthday present from Candice. Is that right? Yes. So this doesn't come out of your allowance? No. <laughs> do you do you negotiate on the allowance? Candice revealed not on air. What the number was, but she revealed that she does have you on a, on an allowance, hundred dollars a week. Yep. Yeah, that's do what you, she said. That's the same as that's do the you, same as I think it's eighty dollars um, a day we get from Cricket Australia for meal. Yeah, <laughs> she gives me twenty dollars extra. That's what we get at Triple M, eighty dollars. That yeah. must be the per it's diem number. It is eighty dollars. It is. Um, uh, do you negotiate, and when does that? Neg- it's got to be a once a year negotiation, doesn't it? It's usually around Christmas time if there's some gifts to be bought. 
Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. For her. Yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> Do you get a yeah it's happen is it a CPI you're, you're increase? You're getting a putter for your birthday. She's going to get a whole new bag of clubs. Yeah, that, that's how that works. No, so on, January, Magic Millions, that's when I usually up, yeah. up the ante. Yeah. So try and save during the year. That's it. So and you then, can get there and cut that's loose. That's the biggest lie. You do not save. You spend every cent of you're it. You're coming to the millions this year? I'm selling one. You better tell me which one. <laughs> Anyway. I think it's lot like 840 something. Uh, <laughs> Richard, your list. You can participate in this, Dave. You've got a grievance because you do listen no, to the show. But Richard, this is your baby. Right. I drove into the car park downstairs this morning and I'm driving around looking for somewhere to park. And I think, there's perfect car, car spot right there. How lucky is that? It's got a green sign painted on the ground. EV. They're getting their own car parks now. <laughs> there's no charging station there. They're just getting their own car parks. What happens when everyone's got an EV? When everyone's got an electric car? What? What happens then? They're just two car parks for us. It's it's a disgrace. It's frustrating. This is is discrimination against people who can't afford to buy an EV right now. Did you park there? Of course I did. Okay, I was going to say. <laughs> there's un- straight on top there's of only one, You can have your, your parents with prams park. There's only one people respect, and that's the disabled one. It's yeah. the only one people respect. I am not giving up a perfectly good car space just because my car <laughs> runs on diesel and not electricity for no You'll good reason. You'll kill the environment, and how dare anyone stop you? I'm all for it, but you know what? They, they're not enough of them around. Why are they doing this? What do-gooder thought this was a good idea? <laughs> That's your best in months. Thank you, Candice. <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Dave. Triple M. Oh, thank you. Thanks, Ed Legends. <laughs> Game, set, and match. And other cliches time permitting. Triple M's Dead Set Legends with Dan Ganane, Richard Friedman, and Candice Warner.